Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing, and today I'm joined by Aleda Solis, independent SEO consultant. Hello, Aleda. Hello, how are you, Andy? I'm very, very well. Now, that sounds like, uh, is, is that a Spanish accent I can detect? It is, it is a Spanish accent. <laughs> Indeed, I am a native Spanish speaker. So tell us a little bit about yourself, because I know that you are an SEO consultant, aren't you? Indeed, indeed. I, I, I am an international SEO consultant. I am, I am based in, in Spain, although I travel for conferences and also for work. I work with clients all over the world, really, from, from Europe to the US to Latin America to Asia. Um, and, and I am very happy to be speaking with you right now. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is why I wanted to speak to you because uh, I've I've sort of uh, given this uh, show a working title of Confessions of an Independent SEO Consultant, and I know that uh, quite a lot of our listeners uh, allude to this and are looking at this as a possible career. I'm just interested if you could give us some tips from your sort of um, experience of being um, a sort of independent SEO consultant. How did you get started in this? I finished uh, an e-commerce master many years ago in 2007 or so so i started working at a online agency and i specialized more and more in, in seo so uh, after that i started evolving my my um, seo specialist to seo manager department manager also did at, at some point a little bit of social media and web analytics but then specialized more and more in, in seo um from agency i switched to in-house and um, uh, when when I moved to 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 Madrid, uh, because I was initially working in in Salamanca, Salamanca, living there, and so in Madrid I worked for in-house Spanish companies. Then I started working for a big uh, Russian forex company, uh, from from Spain, and then again remotely for for an American agency. So I have been working in-house, and also and at the end of the day, I realized that. Um, what I really enjoyed the most was to be able to work directly with with clients, with companies, um, help them to grow their their organic search visibility and conversions, and ultimately their their results, their ROI, online ROI. So I I developed, I had the benefit to be able to to go to conferences, to start speaking at conferences, blogging, etc. So I was a little bit. Known uh, more and 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 directly companies started getting touch 
uh, with me to do their direct offices or to get consulting from me directly. But then at, at that point, I realized uh, that if some of the last companies that had hired me had been because my 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 reputation and 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 my personal brand, professional brand, I really had to start to capitalize with myself directly, right? Uh, of course, it, it involved uh, a risk, but. Uh, it really, it has been really, really uh, a really nice career change for me to to be able to work as an independent consultant now. It's it's, yeah. it's really nice to be able to be your own boss and 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 to to be able to 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 choose uh, who you work with and how you work with and organize yourself. It requires discipline, but it's, it's a really nice change and and has helped me also to 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 learn about so many other things than just SEO for sure. So it sounded like you you started off working for a bigger company and then you sort of like went independent later. Do you think that's a fairly common pattern? Well, I think that there's people who enjoy really to the corporate uh, work and, and type of job. I mean, to I have spoken with colleagues in the sector. Uh, okay, I go to work at nine. I know that I'll be at home at six p.m. Yeah, and they are happy to be there, and they know how their career will grow. Ultimately, uh, be able to work at a bigger company or bigger brand or 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 do more generic type of online marketing, not only SEO. But today, uh, in my case, for example, I I really enjoy uh, the, the flexibility. I I really enjoy to travel. Uh, I am sort of digital nomad, and and so the some of the benefits of being independent for me uh, weigh more than the benefits that I will to have a corporate type of job. Also, by being independent, I am I have the flexibility to do all the types of projects that I am that I am uh, uh, really really like looking forward to develop and to be to be able to, to develop my own product and my own websites and, and businesses at the end of the day. So I am really enjoying being my own my own boss and 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 doing things on my own that I, I am really passionate about. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk more about how you sort of promoted yourself in a minute, but um. Just tell us about some of the clients you've worked with. Yeah, well, I, it's it's a mix. It's, it's funny because when I work with, um, and I have worked also in the past a lot with with startups, uh, the startups to have been able to already uh, have like a minimum viable product and a minimum viable also organic uh, growth. But they want at some point they they get, for example, investment and they want to maximize and to have a real strategy behind, etc. But they don't have still. The, the the capacity to hire an in-house person. I I provide advice, external advice to their online marketer team in general, uh, and so that that is one type of profiles of, of my clients. Then I have like the corporate big uh, clients, big companies uh, who are online based who are already profiting a lot from from SEO. That they they have also their in-house team of SEO, but they are uh, probably in in very complicated and, and in challenging situations, so they need a, an experienced advice, uh, an external advice, and and they, for example, they have specific challenges in international or mobile, which are two areas where I am more specialized. So they they bring me in uh, to provide uh, external consulting, validation, or a specific strategy to overcome or close the gap that they have with their specific sector of their businesses. So it's quite, it's nice because there is a mix. I, yeah. I am able to work with, with, with smaller clients uh, and get things done like really quickly, very flexible, but with not so many resources. And then 
other hand, I am able to to work with big companies who have a lot coin that I can profit from that and and make sure that I align a lot of other types of actions with uh, SEO uh, of the strategy that that I come up with. But then, yeah, in type of pace and and <laughs> and speed that that uh, bigger companies have is is slower usually. Now, you mentioned, uh, Aleda, that you specialize because you've got some specializations within the, the SEO sort of um, sphere. Do you think it's a good idea to specialize if you're an independent consultant? Definitely. If you are an independent consultant and, and really want to, want to work with clients by yourself, with company by yourself, I think it's very important to have a unique selling proposition and, and, and differentiate yourself of other uh, first agencies in general and then other consultants can provide, right? And in my case is that I am a person who has deep knowledge and 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 experience in specific areas in, in SEO. In my case it's international because I am multilingual myself and I have been able to work with companies and, and websites in the past that have targets multilingual, multi country type of settings and, and I leverage on that on that experience on one hand, and also multi-device type of environments where when it was still not so common in the past, right? Mm. So so I saw these two areas where I could definitely differentiate myself, could definitely provide value and skills um, might not necessarily be able to provide. Uh, so, so yes, I in my case, it has worked very, very well. And so in general, I think that all independent skills and, and consultants general should have clear their unique selling position. In my case it's to be a specialist in this area and the type of consultancy and and and, and advice that I provide I much more personalized and, and much more one on one with the companies than any type of mm. that I have seen. Uh, so so those are very important. Unique selling propositions indeed. Now, I want to talk about um, how you've promoted yourself with Twitter and, and social media. I'll come on to that in a minute. Just before that, you mentioned your speciality, international SEO and sort of mobile SEO, different devices. I was just wondering, as an independent consultant, what are the trends and challenges you've been seeing recently in international SEO and mobile SEO? Yeah, well, international, what I am seeing is that more and more American, for example, American companies, and, and the companies who have been very well established in the English-speaking world, also also UK ones, although UK ones are usually more often because of uh, there is there is this exchange, especially with Europe, uh, other European countries. Uh, but for example, especially for big American corporations, I am seeing more and more that they they want to start their Spanish version because because they have uh, a higher, uh, bigger audience in, in in their own country in in the US uh, who are Spanish speakers, and so they they want to enable a multilingual approach and and uh, a full multilingual strategy, right? And they they need to start with the basics, uh, creating a, a Spanish version besides their original English one, and then the other types of uh, uh, companies who want to expand the, themselves, but they have to realize that in order to continue growing, uh, they they need to target a, a broader audience uh, and. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Usually, these are going out. Uh, so it's about which are the audiences and which are the international uh I really need to target. Should I target the, the languages? Should I target the, the, the countries specifically? What is the best way to leverage my current um, authority and, and position to be able to advance better and faster by growing uh, in, in those new markets? So there are these general situations of companies that are starting. And then I, I, have, I am seeing more and more these other very um, online-minded and oriented, international-oriented companies who have been for a while already international, internationally targeted. Many e-commerce websites, for example, or SaaS websites, for example, but that, that even that if they have many language versions or multi-country versions, they really have their focus in some very specific markets and what they did was just to extrapolate what they had in their original most important market in the rest. And now they are realizing that they need to do much more because there are many more um, in development or, or countries that are doing their own thing and they are starting their own companies. So they have much more competition that they used to have in the past and, and they are not able to grow as they would in these additional countries because they haven't really set their minds and, and their own specific strategies in, in, into leveraging those specific, specific audiences, right? So, so I can see this like two uh, timelines and, and, and moments with, with companies. In general, the, the challenges that these companies have with international though are, are less the same, right? Like I have already uh, this, uh, all these different languages, uh, versions, which ones do I prioritize or, or how how can I create for each one of them we are falling into content duplication issues and and, and how I really rank for this uh, market uh, with the right with the right version uh, and then uh, there comes different different types of tactics or strategies like implementing short line annotations or or geo targeting or, or or doing a real uh, Fewer research and audience research and competition research also for each of their top markets because they have just extrapolated what they had in their versions and this type of, of things. Something, something is funny. Something 
similar at some point has also happened with mobile because everybody wanted to go mobile since last year when 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 Google says, especially after Google saying that they are were going to take mobile into mobile optimization into consideration yes. as as a SEO factor, right? Uh, so everybody did like the minimum. They they went they went responsive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they created a parallel mobile version and on an input domain and in, implemented some patch, uh, the, the rel out, uh, alternate and, and indicate Google, uh, which was their, their mobile version. And they thought that that was it, right? Okay, and now I am mobile friendly. Now I pass mobile friendliness test from Google. That's it. And the reality is that there's so much more to leverage this mobile or to divide audiences to not necessarily have the same type of behavior with every device, right? And this is right now when, when the websites have already the minimum done is when they start to realize that, okay, I have 10K on building, enabling my mobile version, how I can really leverage now, how I can establish a mobile uh, SEO strategy and grow my visibility with that version specifically and, 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 and to increase conversion with that, with that specific version. So. Here I go, and at, at, at this point, and and my work now is much more focused on on building and help identify this, this these opportunities with their specific device versions and, and mobile version in this case uh, to their 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 organic search visibility and to leverage on this all, all these new functionalities that Google is is, is now supporting like app indexing for example. Uh, so it has a bulk. For sure, but, yeah. but 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 it's funny because yes, one year ago it was like how I I go mobile, and now it's like how I really with my mobile version. Yeah. So back to you and your business, Alida. Just uh, finally, tell us briefly how you have managed. You've developed your professional brand, especially. I'm interested in you know using social media, Twitter, etc. How have you done that? What tips would you give to people that were trying to do that? Yeah, you know what. It's, it's, Funny because um, right now I have twenty eight k followers in, in Twitter and yeah. and and I have also launched a newsletter to mm. to grow the not only the readership that I may have on my blog because I do a lot of guest blogging in other in other uh, important uh, blogs in the section of the story I write in my my blog but but I I am I am now focusing more. On, on really defining a strategy because at the beginning it was very organic you know I just I just wanted to be resourceful I uh, I am someone who I I'm really enjoy, I really enjoy connecting speaking blogging so that is how and why I started doing it because it was very natural for me and I wanted to share what I had learned and what I was doing also in in my day to day as an SEO uh, so I started doing it first in Spanish because you know what companies and clients have. So then I, I first grew my Spanish uh, words and, and I became firstly known in Spain uh, for being an SEO. And this is how it started growing because really there, 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 was, there was, of course, less people doing this in, in, in Spain than abroad in general. Yeah. Um, and I think how it started to, to grow my, my followers by sharing uh, interesting, useful resources, not only mine, Posting on my blog, and also the, 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 all the websites started to ask me uh, if I wanted to contribute. And, and, and when I saw that the website was reputable and had a good uh, amount of followers, etc., readership, etc., I, I, I agree, of course. Then I started to do that 
again in, in English, uh, serving a lot, uh, contributing at Jagiellon, Moth, uh, uh, State of Digital, etc. And 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 it, has, it was very organic. It it went, I think, at another level uh, when I started also speaking internationally. I uh, before 2012, I think it was. Mm. I was only speaking in Spanish. Then I got the confidence at some point to okay, if I speak oh, in English, I should also maybe speak in English too and, and, and speak internationally. So I started to speak internationally first in the UK, in Europe, etc., and then worldwide, and then it grew more. My I always when I am speaking in my slides, you see that I always share my Twitter handle, my website, etc. Um, I am. I try to to not be too salesy, but yes, I always prefer. Okay, you can follow up with me in Twitter. It grew even more and more. Um, so I think that on one hand, you need to focus on deliver view and deliver insight. And be useful. Uh, a lot of people send me also questions and and send me emails. Of course, at some point, I couldn't be just replying emails to instead clients, of course, uh, that I need to prioritize. So that is when I came with the uh, doing the newsletter. And also, I, so at some point in the past, I created this tips, Aleda SEO tips, tweet, uh, series and, and pro series with little uh, insights and, and, and answer by, by answering questions that people send to me by email. Right? And I ask them, look, feel free to ask me questions. I uh, don't expect a uh, direct answer for me by email because it takes me so, so much to this with everybody. But... So we surely make the most uh, uh, to to answer you with with tweets, with posts, with with my newsletter now, which allows me to have a much more direct type of connection with with the with my subscribers, with 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 the followers. So so I have been growing and evolving like this. So let's see how how it goes and and where it takes. But uh, yeah, the idea is to continue sharing and answering. In a in the in the most cost effective way, uh, because indeed, uh, I mean, if, if it is not your business model, my main business model right now is, is consulting with, with with companies, right? No, no, on 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 sharing or or doing learning or anything like that. Maybe I'm trying to keep keep it relevant and and to be useful in in every way that I can. Well, Alida, thank you so much for sharing your. Uh experiences with us how can our listeners find out more about you uh in, well, you, you can you can search for me in twitter at aleda a-l-e-y-d-a <laughs> it's my handle my name my yeah. first name or also at my website aledasolis.com is my website you can learn more about me there directly yeah well, thanks, Alida, and thanks for everyone for listening. You'll find the show notes at sitevisibility.com forward slash IM podcast as usual. Uh, we're on Stitcher and iTunes, and uh, two ways of communicating with us. The email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk, or you can leave a message or a question on plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. So that's all from me, Andy, and it's all from Alida. Thank you very much for the opportunity. It was, it was a pleasure to share with you, Andy. Thanks, Alida, and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.